0: love talk radio
1: has anyone ever told you you dream too big that you have too many ideas that you need to be realistic what if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enabled you to do what makes your heart truly sing Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your aha moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari.
2: Hello, welcome to the Aha Moments radio show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide I'm Mari, and welcome. We are back live again this week by the hair of our chinny-chin-chin. Chin. Let me tell you, my entire internet has gone down in my house, and I had to call in over the phone. I can't even see the studio. I have no idea what's going on, but thank God I have the wonderful fam, uh to take care of things that, you know and do things behind the scenes that I, I just can't see. So we, tonight, it's kind of you know, perfect that we're talking about solving problems creatively because I've got plenty of them to solve that way. And um, we are going to talk about actually the energetic solutions to problems and how we can, um, you know, kind of the components of what at, what it really takes to solve problems, the, 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 the not-so-hard ones and the really tough ones. Because there is like a little formula, and when you understand the formula and kind of understand how the energy works, um, you can kind of shortcut a lot of times to get to, your solutions, which I'm planning on doing after we get off of our show today. I've got a lot of work to do over here. I'll tell you, it's lots of stuff going on. So let's talk a little bit about housekeeping, and then we're going to get into the the topic for tonight. And if you want to call in and ask a question, um, I'm blind tonight. I usually can see you in the studio. I can't see anything, but Sam is um, going to be texting me and letting me know who's calling in, believe it or not. See, we figured this all out like eight minutes before we got on the air. So you can call in at 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. So uh, a couple of things. One is we have um, our breakthrough training starting tomorrow. It's starting tomorrow night um, at 8 o'clock, and we'll be doing the, the uh, group coaching with the Breakthrough Program. So if you haven't signed up and you would like to sign up, you you can do it now at the last minute, but I would love to have you. Um, and you can sign up at com slash breakthrough, B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-O-U-G-H. And I'll be going through um, all the different uh, components of how to create a breakthrough in your life, how to know when one is on its way, you know, how to get through that craggly point that's happening right before the breakthrough and all kinds of other stuff. So, it, it should be a good, good call. Plus, we'll be doing a guided meditation, so I'd love to have you on that call. And then, um, what else is going on? Oh, I have a new kind of private session, and it's very much aligned with what we're talking about tonight. And it is actually something that I normally use. Um, I normally do these kinds of sessions only for my advanced master's um, uh, program people. Those are the ones who are uh, coaching with me privately. But I came up with a new session because I was thinking, you know, I do a lot of readings and people come back for readings and they, they kind of wait for whatever I said to come true. And a lot of times don't really take a lot of action. So this um, type of private session is actually a creative and energetic problem-solving session. Um, and I think it's on, oh, yes, yeah, it's called an insight session. So it's aha dot com slash insight. Now Rebecca spelled it wrong, so it's I N S I T E, uh, insight session. Okay, I N S I T E. Try that. If you don't, if, if if that doesn't work, try the regular way. I don't know if she fixed it or not, but needless to say, that's the uh, that's the page. All kinds of crazy technical stuff going on as of late. Um, and then. The other thing that's going on is the waning moon. We are in a, and also I think there's something going on with Mars because there's a lot of, like, fiery emotions going on and whatnot. So the waning moon, though, is when the moon is going from full to new. So it's getting small and smaller, less energy each day, less moonlight each day rather. And that's a time for getting rid of stuff. It's a time for um, letting go of things. It's a time for, removing obstacles. So this is something that you can do during what, what the waning moon and even a mercury in retrograde, where when it's a time where it's kind of not an easy time to manifest and bring new things in, a waning moon is a little bit tougher. It's not impossible, but it's just a little bit you know, heavier energy um, for that. What you can do is say, okay, I'm now going to use this time to remove obstacles because it is a time of letting go. Remove obstacles that may be standing in the way of me manifesting whatever it is, you know, you're trying to manifest. So so that's actually a different twist on it because a lot of times um, we would think, well, you know, it's a waning moon. I can't really manifest anything. You know, i got to sit and wait it out for two weeks until the full moon comes. But you know what? That's actually not the case. You can help your manifestation show up by saying, I am willing and ready to remove all the obstacles that may stand in the way of me manifesting this particular desire really, really powerful. Just be careful what you ask for because it's amazing what all of a sudden starts to disappear, like your internet connection, when you start doing <laughs> this work. So uh, so anyway, just using that understanding and using that energy to your advantage is, is really, really good because when you work against it, especially when you're dealing with these kinds of problem-solving things that we're going to be talking about tonight, you want to make sure that you know what the moon phase is, you want to make sure that you know that it's not a Mercury in retrograde, and this is actually a really good segue into our topic. So um, the the first thing, the first part of, you know, your energetic problem-solving or your creative problem-solving, the first part is to really establish what's physically going on in your world. So you clearly know, you know, okay, I have this situation with this relationship or this situation with money or this situation with your health or whatever, you know, whatever that situation is. Well, writing that down and just being very methodical about it is really good. You understand all the different, you know, sort of columns of issues going on. And then you want to look at it from a couple of different vantage points. Now, I know in my sessions what we do is we literally just, I just listen and I say, what's going on? Tell me what's going on. And they tell me the whole, they go through this long thing, Oh, I talked to this person, and this happened, and I had this idea, and that happened, this, and then this this didn't work out, and They they just tell me the story. That's it. And then we have to make sure that, now usually I'm pretty up on what's happening in the energy. So the first question you want to ask is, is there something energetically going on that would cause this type of thing to be more likely to happen? Because if it is a Mercury in retrograde and you're trying to buy a house and the contracts are all falling apart, or if it's a waning moon and you're trying to manifest, you know, all kinds of new clients and things seem to be slow or at a standstill, or if there's, you know, you're having all kinds of relationship issues and if you, you realize, oh, Venus is in retrograde, and that would definitely create... Um, you know, issues, like Mars and retrograde, Venus and retrograde. So any, well, you have to know what planet is retrograding, and you can actually go on and just Google that. But um, to, if you know that there's a particular planet that's retrograding, which means it's kind of going in backwards in its energy, um, they're usually for certain periods of time. Sometimes it's a week, sometimes it's a month, sometimes it's three months, you know, depends on, on which thing it is. But when you, if you keep just track of a little bit of astrology in that way, then you will, ooh, I see Skype coming up. Oh, that's good. Then, <laughs> then you will, let's um, see if I can even get our video up on my
1: computer. Okay.
2: Um, but then what happens is once you know what those retrogrades are, then you can say, okay, I know why this is all, you know, dramatic right now. This is because Mercury's in retrograde and this is because Mars is in retrograde. Okay, so now I can sort of not take it on as if it's, you know, my... Uh, issue (laughs) as much I know that there's something that is you know um, just not you know it's funky in the energy and I can wait it out because there's always a date when it ends it never lasts forever there's always a date when it actually ends so you want to know what those dates are okay so once you you do that and you recognize okay this is you know this is an energetic thing okay then you can sort of follow along with that read up on what it means and all that kind of stuff the other side though is if it's there's nothing going on energetically or nothing that you know real this is bigger than that okay the next step you take is to start asking some questions of yourself and you know i always talk about asking questions one of the questions is you know if first of all actually before you even start asking the questions what i would do is sort of categorize it and see what categories because a a singular problem might be, okay, everything's going on in all these aspects of your life pretty well, except for relationships, or everything's going along along pretty well, except for money um, when you start having issues in multiple categories in your life, like the money is is tanking, and the job is going away, or the business is sort of flatlining and then you've got um boyfriend slash girlfriend uh breaking up with you then you've got. Um, you know, a, maybe a health challenge, or you know, or you maybe you don't have a health challenge, but all those other categories are out of whack. Okay, um, that can be a dark night of the soul, and a dark night of the soul is when you are going through a huge life transition where you are just you're just plowing right into a whole new a whole new crescendo, if you will. And a lot of things just start to drop away. In the tower, they call it the tower, where things just started to drop away because you're going into this huge transitional phase. Now, when you're dealing with something like that, it can get very, very overwhelming. So it's really, really important to um, take time out. To take time out, not to panic, but to take time out and look at your various columns of issues and say, okay. Where do I really need outside support? Because sometimes you need therapy, a therapist to support you or an energy, you know, some energy work. I say both. You're going to get a therapist. I also say get a, you know, get some energy work done, whether it's Reiki healing or bars, getting the bars run or, you know, there's a plethora of different energetic processes that can help you to process all of the emotions and everything that you're going through and also your body to process it. Because what's happening, too, is when you're in that kind of a dark night of the soul, or you have multiple things going on, there's no relief. It's like, okay, well, you know, let's say it was just a relationship. Well, then, you know, you can, if you have money, you can go out and take a class or whatever, it's because the relationship isn't working. Or if you have the relationship and you don't have the money, you can talk to your boyfriend, girlfriend about your money issues, you know, this kind of thing. But when you have it across all those categories, you really do need to embark on getting some support for yourself that's not. Um, just you alone, because it's very easy to feel like you're kind of being buried in, down in your world, and it's a very, very uncomfortable and frightening place to be. So um, I highly suggest that you, you know, you get, get some support. So anyway, once you figure out these categories and you, and you say, okay, here's here's what I'm dealing with on the physical plane, before you start to sort of ratchet your brain into how do I fix it, how do I fix it, how do I fix it, how do I fix it? the key one of the biggest keys is to start to ask what's really going on here so one of the great ways to ask that question is what's right about this that i can't see what's what's right about it even though it seems horrible this is happening that's happening that's happening that's happening you can ask what's right about this that i can't see am i really moving into a whole new phase you know Uh, maybe you're being strengthened, maybe you're being supported in some way. Maybe when you ask that question, it actually literally brings up the energy of the, quote, lesson of the issue. And it will bring it up in your face. Here's the lesson that you're supposed to learn from this. As soon as you garner the lesson, the problems really do have a tendency to just dissolve. They just go away. Or, you know, they start, you know, you get that sort of break in the ice and then it just starts to melt off. You know, it just starts to melt off. Now, one of the things that my guidance is telling me to tell you is a lot of times, especially as light workers, we start doing a lot of stuff, right? We start doing energy work. Sometimes you start doing, you know, some people do some, you know, prayer work, ritual work, all those kinds of things so that we can, quote, create change. You're asking for more abundance. You want to change your life. You want better relationships. You want, well, guess what? When you start asking for huge changes, it usually means that you have to get rid of huge stuff that you already have. And so a lot of times if you've been clinging on to something that really has not been supporting you or you've been clinging on to something like a job or relationship or something that, that's really been, been more detrimental than good as far as forward progression, it might have been good for treading water, but you're talking about swimming now. You know, you're talking about swimming back to land here. You're not talking about treading water. You're talking about treading water, you can keep all the old people, the old problems, the old, you know, tough relationships and all that kind of stuff, keep everything kind of intact. But if you're talking about I want, the big change, I want the big move, I want some big money, I want the big guy or girl or whatever, then trust me when I tell you there's going to be some things that are going to break down and go away. Now, I personally forgot about that, (laughs) so so I kind of get blindsided here and there in my world, you know, because I'm like, oh, my God, did I start doing a, oh, dang on it, I forgot, you know, I was asking for all this big stuff and all that, and a lot of stuff is going to fall away. Well, that can be very, very disconcerting. One of the other things that happens when you start asking for big changes, it, you know, you're, you're going to start to, it, it, you know, you'll see if you say, what's right about this that I'm not getting? Okay, you start asking that question. And then just be quiet. Don't try to answer it. Just be quiet and try to let an awareness come up. A lot of times what's happening is, well, there's a couple things. One is um, your guides are changing. Okay, so you have like this sort of set of angels and guides around you that sort of, you know, walk with you in one stage of your life, then you're going to amp up and you want to go to another stage. Well, you know what? There's a new set of guides that can come in that will be more appropriate for the categories of change that you're trying to make. You know, sometimes they're more esoteric in nature. Sometimes they're just, um, you know, you're dealing with more of the compassion folks or the relationship people or the people guides or the ascended masses and all that. They will change. It's kind of like Buckingham Palace. You are a changing of the guard. So when they change... What happens is you start to feel really lonely. why? not because you don't have any guys around you, but because the new guys that are coming in you're not as familiar with their energy, so it feels like I can't perceive their energy anymore. I feel like I'm alone. you feel very, very alone. It's because your old guys are so sort of, uh, sort of that you're very used to their energy is they're moving out, and the new guys are coming in. The new guys are in place you're never without help you're never ever alone, but because you're not it's kind of like going to um, Portugal and, yeah, you, you speak English and, you, like, everybody's speaking Spanish or Portuguese, rather, and you have to kind of get a translator until you kind of get up to speed so that you can understand the new language. So it's not as dramatic as a total different foreign language at all, but it is just a different essence and a different energy that surrounds you. So when I hear people say, why oh, I feel so alone? It's like, do I even have an angel anymore? Do I have, Is anybody listening to you? Oh, yeah. They're there. They're listening to you, but it's a different set of guys. So that happens, especially if you see yourself going to the dark night of the soul. It gets really, really lonely, and that's because you are having a complete changing of the guard. And that will that doesn't last for long, um, as long as you don't brace against it. Now, one of the biggest things that you can do to hurt yourself is to brace against and resist and try to hold on to the new to the old, while still trying to affirm that you want the new. There is a point um, that you'll get to where you have to be willing to say, okay you know what, I'm going, I've am going. i done everything I can. I have. I've shown up. I've asked. I've, you know, gone through the hard stuff. I've cleaned out. I've cleared out. I've done all these different things. But now I have to surrender it. I have to not give up but give over. Give the whole thing. If it has to be four categories of your life, you know, pack them up in a nice cosmic basket and send the whole thing, you know, to... God, your angels, and whatever powers it be that you want to send it to, you send it to them. You send it to that power greater than yourself and just say, hey, I've done everything I can, and I I don't really know where else to go with any of it, so please show me the way. One of my close friends who she happens to be, um, she's very Christian. She, she, She gets a lot of answer prayer, let me tell you. She says, order my steps. Please order my steps. And I've always liked that, you know, I've always liked that phrase, please order my steps. Because sometimes you really do just get so bogged down and the emotional um the frenetic emotion, you know, that's kind of like a white rabbit, they they overcome your intuition, you know? They overcome it and you can't it's hard to understand what what to do next because you're, you know, having anxiety, panicking or whatever. So the best thing you can do is, you know, is when you've done everything, in the Bible it says stand, just stand. It means just stop, let go. You can say let go, let God. You can say this two will pass. You can say, um, you know, order my steps. You can say I'm giving this over. Not giving up, but giving over. Giving over. I know Esther Hicks does a wonderful um, exercise where she ta- she actually took a placemat and she wrote, she divided it in half and said, okay, here's the to-do list for um, the universe. And here's the to do list for me. And she's really sorted through what she has control over and what she was going to work on versus what they have control over and what they get to work on. And when she did that, she says her whole heart anxiety level just went, you know, went really low because she was able to let it go. That's the process. It's a way of, you know, taking action in that giving over um process. I hate the word surrender. I, I, I just can't even get there. I can't I I know because now surrender, surrender. I'm like, oh no, no, no. I don't surrender anything. <laughs> so I just I have to give it over. I have to let it go. You know, that kind of thing. But surrender just feels like I'm rolling over and dying, you know. So I g I know I, I know there's a whole lot of people read a whole lot of books. So you know, they argue with me but I don't like the word. So I you know, I always tell you how I feel. So anyway, believe it or not, we've gotten to our first break. I am going to take your calls on the other side of the break. We'll talk some more about this and this whole idea of energetic healing and then the third thing about taking action, and we'll start taking some of your calls. So if you'd like to call in, it's 347-215-9485 or 347-215-9485. And if you're waiting on the line, don't hang up because we'll get you on the other side of the break. All right, you're listening to the i Radio Show. I'm Mari, and we'll be right back.
3: Step back in time to the very beginning before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the...
4: Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here. I'd like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book called Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who've always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to create them as your reality? Well, I wrote this book specifically for you. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com now to begin this journey of discovery with me as I offer you a free audio chapter as my gift to get you started. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Being you, changing the world, invites you to explore a totally different possibility that you may have never considered before. So, are you willing to step up? Are you willing to truly be you? Then join me at beingyoubook.com now to get your free chapter as my gift to you. I'm looking forward to our journey together. That's beingyoubook.com. What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change the world requires?
6: ever get a hunch about something and ignore it only to find out later you were right after all do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading then mari's intuitive living oracle cards are the tool for you 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag the cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach.
2: Back. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. And if you'd like to call in, you can at 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. Tonight we are talking about energetic problem solving. And um, we we're kind of getting into some details about that. We we're talking about the energetic part of the healing process and figuring out what's going on in your world. And, uh, um, it you know... It, <laughs> There's a lot of different things, a lot of different ways you can go at it. But asking the question, what's right about this that I can't see, is actually what I've seen to be one of the fastest ways to sort of get to the bottom of a problem. Because, you know, the universe really doesn't want you to linger for long periods of time um, with, your, with issues. They, what they prefer is that you just get it and we can move on because there's plenty of other things to learn. So if you can sort of get to, cut to the chase and be willing to give over, like we were talking about. So if you're willing to to hear what the a- actual issue is. You're willing to face, you know, the lesson, and you're willing to let go of what's standing in your way. Then the next step is to be willing to deal with the ambiguity of what's going to come into fill its place. Now this is extraordinarily challenging to say the very least, because. As you're letting go, there is a point where you get to this vat of emptiness. And I know I've been there. It is, it's is—it's no joke. There's no, there's no candy coating it. But if you're willing to sort of sit in that empty space. I actually had a friend who um, was renting space in a, a studio. She had like a yoga studio, this lady. And my friend had all these crystals and all this stuff. And they kind of got into this big argument. And it was just like oil and water. And so my friend said, you know what, I'm out. She had her own store. And then she had closed it, and then she moved in with this gal, and then they kind of hit, you know, flames, and they so they kind of busted that up. And she just said, oh, "I'm done. I'm I, I'm just done." Well, within two days, because she's the type that can just release things. I mean, this is her whole business, this is her whole world, you know. But because of her nature, it's just her natural nature, the way she handles things. She just let it go, and within two days, she had another store in town. Um, she went over, and she was talking to the guy who owned it, and he said, "Hey, you know what i need I need a break. Why don't you take over a piece of the store? You can put the your, you know your merchandise over here. You can do your readings. you can do this and that. She happens to be an interior designer, so she kind of was redoing the store for him. It's a match made in heaven. she's on the most you know uh prestigious block in her town." the one that gets the most traffic. She's now being seen by everybody. She's beating people off at the stick. She can't get the store closed on time because people are so busy buying stuff. And it was because she was willing to go into what we call the void, where it just, there's nothing there. And she just said, you know what? I'm going to go out to the park and walk. And she went and talked to the fairies and she did her thing. And then she comes back and you know this particular call comes in. If you can have the courage to do that, and whatever it is you're facing, and believe me, it takes a lot of courage. I'm not saying this is easy easy for me, and I, you know, know about it intellectually. Doing it physically in your life, when something really, 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 really matters to you, is, you know, is another thing altogether. Um, but if you're if you're willing, and you give it a shot, you'll be amazed at how much faster results will come. If you refuse to struggle, if you give up on the struggle sooner than later, okay, if you give up on the struggle sooner than later, you will start to see answers sooner. If you continue to struggle, I have another friend who loves to micromanage the issue, just never will let it go, always has to be in there, okay, I'm going to try this, I'm going to try that, okay, I'm going to do that. And, you know, and then it just creates more spin and more loop and more, you know, mark. Now, I've done the same thing, too. There's no judgment on either one of us. <laughs> it's just observations that, you know, I can relate. I'm just using these examples stories for all of us to, 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 to discuss. But I noticed, too, that, you know, that stuff, the result, too, I will tell you, if you get into the soup, okay, and you start tinkering and trying to fix it and trying to make it happen and trying to force it, trying to say, i oh, this idea, this idea, that nah, no, nah, nah, nah. What will happen is you, you might get a result, but it's going to be a fraction of what it is you really want. It's going to be this little, tiny, itsy-bitsy piece of what could the potential could be. Where my one friend you know, threw it up in the air and just said, okay, I'm over it. I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. And she gets put in a place that she could have never gotten on her own. The other guy's been there for 10 years. And it's the same kind of business as her, and they happen to be friends you know it's just all sort of just serendipitously worked out she had no judgment about herself because she had the other place wasn't working out that's another thing that's another little key if you have judgment about yourself in a particular problem the problem is going to be stuck when you can say when you release the judgment about yourself and you release your self-esteem from the problem. So, you know, I have money problems. Oh, that means I'm a bad person. I can't manage money. I can't do this. I have that. If only I had done this, And what if I did that? And now what's going to happen to me? And, you know, I, my mother always said it. My father always said it. I should have in The government did this and that. When you do that and your self-esteem is all mixed up and entangled in the problem, you will be stuck for a really long time. When you release your self-esteem from it, you no, know, I don't have a job. I took a risk, and right now I need a job, and I can't get a job, but I don't know what to do. And, you know, maybe I shouldn't have took the risk. Maybe I shouldn't have moved. Maybe I shouldn't have done this. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. When you are putting yourself down, you lock yourself into the problem. When you say, you know what? I did the best I knew how to do at the time. I'm doing the best I know how to do right now. I'm going to allow this. Number one, and take my self-esteem out of this because I'm worthy. I'm a good, you know, I'm a good person. Regardless, even if I made a mistake or whatever, I did the best thing I had to do at the time. Sometimes we do make mistakes, or we miss cues, or we don't hear what somebody's been saying to us, or whatever. But if you say I've done the best I can, I, I, I I'm open to receive insight. I'm open to receive more, you know, guidance. But hey, I'm, you know what? Today I'm going out fishing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna go rest give myself a break, and, you know, let the chips fall where they fall. What you do is say, and you can even say, what's possible universe? What's possible you what are the infinite possibilities? Is this working out better than I could ever imagine? And just let this this all just go out to sea. And if you can get to the beach, it's a great time of year to do it, obviously, but, you know, you can just go to the park. I would say do, do something in nature if you need to have a frappuccino. I always like to have a little chocolate, Dandy. <laughs> um you know or whatever and you go and you let you just you just give it over the universe now has so much more to work with than what you could come up with as your little you know solution the universe has so much more and so you will open yourself to receive the biggest uh, you know the the biggest option uh the biggest opportunity possible Know, for you. And that's really, really, really where you want to go because that's where the magic can happen. You know, like my friend who got the the store, that's where the magic can happen. Now the other thing I will highly um, recommend to you is you do not want to tell a whole lot of people about what you're going through. Especially when it comes to relationships. Because and and money too. Be, those are the two real hot ones. But when you when you do, you start to get everyone else's judgment, everybody else's opinions, and what some, an invisible barrier. And that invisible barrier is when people listen to you talk about your problem, they immediately put themselves in your shoes. And whatever they would be scared about, they'll project onto you. So if they say, you're having a relationship problem, and they say, oh, my God, you're being rejected. Oh, you know, you're this, you're that. Oh, oh, oh. Or maybe you should have lost this weight. Or maybe you should have, you know, you should have done this. Or maybe you should have done that. Oh, he's a jerk. Oh, whatever. If they start putting that on you. That may not even be your own stuff. It's their stuff because they're putting themselves in your shoes or their judgments in your shoes. So sometimes... I find it is much better to speak to someone who's totally objective. If you, especially when a relationship is money, you want to talk to somebody who doesn't know your situation on a day-to-day basis. You want to talk to someone who is objective, someone preferably a professional who can really, who actually has tools that can actually help you to get to the other side of it. If you talk to somebody else who's well-meaning, family member, friend, or whatever, but judgmental—not that they mean to be—but they can't help it you know, because they care about you and they relate to you because you wouldn't be friends or relatives if they didn't. And then it gets you in a in a loop that you wouldn't have had if you didn't mention it in the first place. The other thing is when you start to mention it and you start to talk about the problem, talk about the problem, talk about the problem, it's like being on the beach with a bonfire and throwing kindling, what is it? Throwing paper towels, throwing, you know, newspaper, whatever, or whatever's flammable. You're throwing fire, you know, you're, you're building a bigger fire. So, um, very, very important that you uh, are willing to go on the down low when it comes to talking about your issues. And what you want to do is expend your energy if you are going to speak about it to, first of all, giving it over, journaling about it, doing all your energy stuff around it, but then getting a professional or getting somebody who, who's already solved it, maybe somebody who's been through. You know, the other thing is when you start to talk to people about relationships, look at what relationship they're in and how much success they've had in relationship or money or whatever before you start trying to get advice from them. Because if they, no one can get you any further than they've gotten themselves. So that's another little tidbit. You know, like if you're talking to people and they're like, they, they're, they they have a horrible relationship, you know, yeah, they might give you a little two cents, but really, you want to talk to, you want to, even if you have to hire someone or you have to, you know, read, a, read someone online or read a book or whatever, go to the people that actually have the success in the area because they're going to have a much higher level of optimism about you being able to solve that issue. And they'll probably have a pretty good system and wisdom because that's wisdom is not knowledge, okay? they'll have wisdom, because wisdom is when you've actually experienced something, not theorized it, read about it, gapped about it, intellectualized about it, but when you actually got something and you actually put it into motion in your life and you got some results, you got beaten up a little bit, you got knocked down, you got dragged down, and then you sit up on your two feet and you landed and you said, okay, and you flew over top and you were able to say, okay, that was wrong, that was wrong, that was good, this is how I did it, these are the breadcrumbs that I left along the way. Now we've got, now I have a you know, I have wisdom about this, and that type of person will know them because they're very emphatic about what they're saying. They're very impassioned about it, and they're very at peace when they're speaking about it. When I speak to you, I know I have a lot of wisdom because I live. I don't talk about anything I haven't lived. So I just don't. I just don't believe in that. I know a lot of people, spiritual gurus, I know a lot of business people who tried to turn into spiritual gurus because it's a hot topic now. Oh, <laughs> and they start, they read like three Abraham books, and now they're doing three thousand dollar workshops. You know, like really? And then and then somebody comes in with a problem that wasn't in the book, and they get so stuck, and it's a disaster. So that's not somebody with wisdom. That's somebody with knowledge. Now we all have to start somewhere, but if you're going to look for someone to support you in your creative problem solving, especially for if you're doing stuff on the energetic level, you want somebody who's kind of been through something similar, or as you know, wisdom about it. Okay, so very, very important. So I'm going to, um, I, you know, I could talk about all this stuff all day. Uh, the, the third part of this, after you figure out, you know, you start to work with the energy, is receiving that awareness when you, when you give it over. Okay, when you give it over, then you will start to get awareness. You'll start to get some answers from on high. You'll start to see little breaks in the cement, Okay, you'll start to see some energy start to flow. Now understand, there might be a gap from the time you surrender to the time you start to see some results. That's only because the universe is going out and configuring things for you. And Joel Olstein, who I adore, um, I think I've talked about this on a show many moons ago. He has a way of saying it that I love, and I have to give him credit for it because I, you know, this is a this is like a cornerstone in, in, in my little toolkit. He says, you know, there's a difference between being buried. And being planted, and when something is buried, you know that it's not coming back; that it's done, it's finished. But when something's planted, it's also in the ground, in the dark, being trudged on, being stomped on. But you have an expectation that there's growth that's happening beneath the surface. You have an expectation that this plant is going to grow up from a seed through the soil and out, you know, out the soil. So this is when you, if you can see yourself especially if you're in a dark kind of the soul or you're in in an issue that feels really overwhelming, you say, I'm planted. I'm not buried here. I'm planted." And understand that when it comes to planting, okay, the seed is you. you, You've got the seed and you're you're taking action. So the idea is I want to plant a daffodil. And the action is I put the seed into the ground, okay, and I water it and I tend to it. But the actual growth of the seed and when it sprouts and how it sprouts and how big it gets is not up to you. That's God. That would be the the infinite intelligence that grows the seed. That's not you. Now, if you're a micromanager of the energy and you're trying to, get yee, 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 you're trying to force the growth, force because you're going to tinker with it, if you keep going in there with your little trowel and tinkering and to check on the seed to see if anything happened yet, you'll kill it. You'll kill it. Or you'll, at the very least, stunt it's growth because you're disturbing it. So, the, the the object of the game is to recognize that there's three pieces. There's the the, the idea, that's you, you know, that's Abraham would call it the asking. And there's the receiving where you're going to, you know, there's the action where you're going to tend to it. There's the actual harvest on the back end where you're literally allowing yourself to receive. But that in between is the greater good. That's God, source energy, whatever you want to call it, the universe. Okay. That part you can't really do much about other than allow. I'm not gonna say wait because that's up there with surrender with me. I can't stand the word wait and I can't stand the word surrender either. But allow it feels better. You know, and to, to to um give over to you know, or to share with the universe but surrender I can't you know, okay, I already said that. All right, so let's get to some questions and uh and I'll see if we have any minutes left over. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about this other stuff. Okay, so we have Karen in Canada. Hi, Karen. Thanks for waiting. Hopefully you're still on the line. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm great.
0: Thank you for taking my call.
2: Oh, you're welcome. You
0: <laughs> wow, great information. It was like every question that popped up, you answered. <laughs>
7: oh.
0: <laughs> I feel like I've come through the Dark Night of the Soul and I'm in the early mornings and ready to, to grow And um, I love how you said that sometimes there's a space between planting and growing, and I I feel like I'm in that space. I'm still waiting, and um, but I'm excited and anticipating my new changes, and just still waiting for an answer with my career. And just um, I I do pray for answers, and and um, so a lot of what you said really rang truth.
2: Oh, good.
0: If you see any anything coming soon, or if I just n- patiently need to wait.
2: <laughs> well, patiently waiting is that's a weird kind of an energy, um, because on the one hand, yes, there is a point of allowing, and pa- allowing and patiently waiting are kind of have two different energies on them actually. Oh,
3: okay. Allowing
2: is a conversation. Because what you're doing, when you're patiently waiting, it's kind of like heavy energy. It's like, okay, okay. It's like waiting for a parent to give permission. Right. When you're allowing, you're actually creating with the energy. Because what when you're allowing, there's a conversation going on. It's, okay, I'm going to get an insight and I'm going to get guidance on a step to take and then I'm going to take it and then I'm going to allow. And then I'm going to get more insight and I'm going to get guidance and I'm going to step to take and then I take it and then I allow. That's allowing patiently waiting. It's like, okay, I said my prayers. Somebody hopefully will sprinkle the pixie dust or have a favor on me or pat me on the head and give me cookies and milk after I get home from school, and I'll just patiently wait for them to put it on the plate. That It doesn't really work like that, and that's where we get in so, a rocket. Okay, we get uh, tied up. That so, makes sense. Yeah, so I don't want you to sit and patiently wait because you will wait for a really long time <laughs> because what you're saying is to the universe, well, you know, you, too, take the action. Now, it's just like saying, okay, I uh, uh, even when you plant the seeds, you heard the analogy I was just using, and you're waiting like a farmer does expectantly that this thing is going to grow, he doesn't, like, leave the crop, let the weeds take over, never water, you know, keep it, yeah. let the locust run free, you know? I <laughs> <You> yeah. <see? laughs> Exactly. He's got the insecticides. He's, got the, he's watering each day. He's keeping track of the soil. He's watching the weather. He's praying for the thunder and the nitrogen from the lightning and all the other stuff that the farmers do. He's reading the almanac. He's learning about new soil. You know, all this. He's it, not sitting idly. He's just allowing that what's on God's to-do list is being handled by God, but he's still tending
3: mm-hmm. to be allowing.
2: Okay. So if you're sitting patiently waiting because you've done your good deed and you have your vision board, that's probably not cool. So what you want to do is open your heart to receive. Just say, I'd like to have a conversation with you, you know, God, angels, intuition, whatever you want to say. Intuition is actually the vehicle that it will come in on. So whatever you believe is that greater thing, greater than you, Then you just say, you know, okay, God. I would like to have a conversation about this. Is there anything else that you need my supporting? Because this is a co-creation. This is you on the physical mm. plane. You're the ones with the hands and the legs and the, and the Google and the computer. And yeah. Hopefully your internet connection works as mine has abandoned <laughs> me today. And then and then God is the one with the greater, that greater vision of resources that you can't see with your eyes, but he can't do it with his hands because he don't have them. You know, he has your hands. Yeah. So God needs you as much as you need God. See, that's okay. what people don't get, is that, that the universe needs you as much as you need the universe. And that's why they will plant these ideas within you, these desires within you, these inspirations within you, so you can sort of marionette them out into this planet, right? And you will also be used as a messenger for other people. So if somebody helps you, you're being used as well as an instrument to help others. And wow. that's
0: kind of how the process works. So does that help? Oh, my gosh, that does. And I love how you said, asking the question, um, you know, what what is right about this that I'm not seeing? Because I realize that, you know, I am taking a step into a larger version of myself, and I've asked for God to, you know, to make my life, my boundaries larger so that I may be, a bigger version of who it is he wants me to be. Am I using the right language? Yep. And and I'm realizing that I've been given this time to rest and regroup and reevaluate and decide what's important um, instead of looking at it like I've been waiting for a year now. Um, I realized by asking that question, um, the answer that came to me immediately after you said that was, this is your time to rest because it's time to move forward.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and understand that, that change change doesn't feel a lot of times like we had hoped or expected. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it feels very foreign, just like your new guys your, your, your own self will feel foreign. When you start to feel this weird sense of space around you, this weird kind of energy, like, and I, I know what happens for me too, I go to these huge, like, big crescendo changes, like a huge change, and it's like a, a, a huge expansion, and then it's like all of a sudden, you know, it's like the baby coming out of the womb, there's no walls anymore of the of the the, the mother, it's like you're, that's why they swaddle a baby for the first few weeks before mm-hmm. the, they let the baby kind of swim around in the crib free, right, because a, it's a disconcerting to go into that much space, and so... But that doesn't mean you should constrict yourself and swallow yourself. It just means that if you're aware that this sense of spaciousness, when I'm asking to be a bigger person than I've ever been before, I have to be willing to fill out that – I have to be willing to swim around in that bigger space, and it's going to feel different. And most of the time, it doesn't feel good because it's different, and we identify different with not feeling good. Now, sometimes we'll say, okay – I mean, I know people who have moved from a 600-square-foot apartment – to a two thousand square foot house, and they're like, "Oh my god, this thing is so big!" uh forever, they wanted to get out of the six hundred square foot apartment. But it had, it, there was a coziness to it. There was a, there was a constriction on yes. one hand, but there was a, a sense of safety. So when they expand to the house, it's a, it's a bigger place. You know, there's an adjustment, So just, just beware of that. And you should be in good, in good uh, shape. So hopefully that helped.
0: That helped a lot. And the Day Would I love your gift? Thank you so much for your uh, insight.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate that. Thanks. Okay. Have a great night. Okay. So we're going to take our second break, and then I'm going to come back and get another call. So I see that you guys are calling in. So thank you very much. Um, Yeah, and maybe we'll get to a little bit more content, too. We'll see what comes up. So you're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. I'm Mari, and we'll be right back.
6: Do you ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's intuitive living oracle cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach.
4: Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here. I'd like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book called Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who've always known that other possibilities should be available, but haven't yet been able to create them as your reality? Well, I wrote this book specifically for you. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com now to begin this journey of discovery with me, as I offer you a free audio chapter as my gift to get you started. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how are you aware that truly great people truly being them is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet being you changing the world invites you to explore a totally different possibility that you may have never considered before so are you willing to step up are you willing to truly be you then join me at beingyoubook.com now to get your free chapter as my gift to you I'm looking forward to our journey together. That's beingyoubook.com. What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change the world requires?
3: Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed.
2: Mari, you're listening to the aha moments radio show tonight we are talking all about energetic and creative problem solving and i've been taking some calls and we have uh someone else waiting on the line hopefully natalie you're still there you're are you there yes hi Mari, i'm here hi how are you tonight
8: oh i'm i'm uh i'm okay how are you yeah i'm good
2: so what's your question
8: and- well um I definitely get the dark night of the soul and um uh I have I did um <clears throat> I have a business and it's been a struggle for the past t- 2 years I've been developing software and uh did a sit down and did some journaling because I got sick had a problem with my jaw and I, I figured that uh you know God is just uh, was trying to say hey Stop. Slow down. Reassess your situation and see what's going on. Because financially, it's been a very um, tough road. Mm
4: -hmm. And
8: uh, so I did that. Asked questions and um, got that I was supposed to let go of this situation. And I'm in that place that you're talking about, um, uh, being, I guess, in the silence of this, in the silence, waiting. Yeah, in the void. Yep. Yeah, I'm in the void and waiting to figure out the next you know, what is the next step and waiting for guidance. And so I've been applying for jobs and just being open to listening. And so my question kind of was around um, I'm not getting guidance. I haven't been getting any guidance. And um, um, I've been doing pro-con lists and just, you know, writing questions and waiting for answers, and I just haven't been getting any guidance. So mm-hmm. uh, I've, it's frustrating. And well,
2: it's frustrating because you're kind of not, you're tinkering. You're actually really mm-hmm. not really. I know, I know, I know, I know. I I get it. Yeah. I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> I so get it. I so get what you just said, which was nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, you that. know, it's like I'm I'm, yeah. I'm open so, and willing. No, you know. I'm, hey, just one more pro con list. Just one more. I can't. I know that if I just keep pushing my brain, it'll figure it out. There's two things. There's a few things you want to get out of your vocabulary. One is figure it out. I have to figure it out, okay, Mm. or that um, makes sense. When you hear I have to figure it out or that makes sense, that means that you are in the four quadrants of just your conscious brain. And that brain is only as good as its little uh, stock room of past experience. Mm -hmm. So when you are not getting guidance, it's because you're looking in the wrong place for it. And because you'll get anxious when you start to feel that sense of space. So you say, okay, well, it's too quiet. Obviously nothing's happening. So I need to do another pro-con list because maybe I can figure it out. Well, guess what? What you did is you just shut off the communication to where the actual answer lies, which is that greater consciousness, which is outside of the four walls of your brain that's in your body in the greater infinite intelligence okay so Mm -hmm. when you start doing a pro con list you shut the energy down unless you are inspired by the infinite being that infinite self that bigger version of you and that comes in as an intuitive knowing and it's usually a spur of the moment it's usually a very still quiet voice it's not the big voice you think do another pro con list to figure this out it's taking too long you got to figure it out now it's been a year that's not the intuition okay that's your Monkey mind, <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. That's driving mm-hmm. you crazy. So so the the phrases you want to replace these things with is it feels right to me instead of it makes sense. That's from your brain. It feels right. You're in the intuitive space. The intuitive space is bringing you information from the infinite. So in hyphen finite, in hyphen tuition. Those two things coming from that piece that's swinging into your world into your brain and giving you in hyphen sight okay so it's in 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 and so that sense of of connection is what you're really missing that's why you're spinning mhm it's because you're because you're sp- spinning around in a very in a little box. It's like you have a little, um, have you ever gone fishing? It's a little tackle box, you know, and there's a, there's a little mm-hmm, thing for hooks, mm-hmm. a little thing for bait, and, and you're jumping from, but there's a little thing, but you're in a box. Mm-hmm. You know, if you went to the bait shop, <laughs> they would probably have some more answers for you, right? If you went to the place <laughs> where where the supply comes from, okay, right. then you would have, you know, if you keep going in, and okay, there's no worms in the tackle box, but I, I know if I do a pro-con list, I'll find a worm. no. They're not. They're at the tackle shop. Okay. No. 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 Right. I'm telling you. I'm going to go stand in the box and to do more money. Okay. You're spinning <laughs> yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when you spin like that, what it does is it creates doubt, and it creates a a, a, a backwards counterclockwise spin of energy. It's called a negative vortex around what you're attempting to create. And what you, you don't even know what you're attempting to create yet because you're giving yourself the permission to be open. So on one hand, you're giving yourself permission. On the other hand, you're taking it away because you have to figure it out.
7: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, this, I can is where, this is where the courage comes in in the level of ambiguity. Now, again, you're also misconstruing, like Karen was doing from Canada, you're misconstruing what we're really asking you to do. We're not asking you to be patient and wait. That's insanity. That'll drive anybody yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm.
7: Okay?
2: But we're asking you to have a conversation and allowing, and a conversation and allowing is a co-creation. So, in an allowing, we'll give you. They'll give you an answer. They'll give you some sort of direction, some sort of insight or intuitive sense, which is a still small voice. Okay, that's in the solar plexus, more around your belly button area. You're going to get that sense of knowing deep within. It's going to be more in the center of your body. Okay. Your, that's where that voice will come from. The the guidance, the allowance voice. The go voice will say, You know what? Don't panic. What we and they'll do something they always do in small bite sized pieces and logical and actually quite logical steps in a lot of cases. They'll say go get you know, go to Google and, 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 and do a search on that. Or go to this and, and, and show up at this party or show up at this you know, this grocery store at this time, this kind of thing. You'll just get a sort of in impulse to to go in a different direction. And so then, that's that says still small voice. Then you do take that action. See, a lot of times people get that guidance and, ah, oh, that's not big enough. I need to go do another co You know that Because they go and they try to figure out what the end result of that hunch is. Oh, that was just a dumb hunch. I'm going to go work on something that I know, quote, unquote, can work. And you shut down that conversation of allowance. Okay. And when you mm-hmm. but if you took that little step, just a little stupid, what consider your mental motivation, that's a stupid step, if you take it, you'll be amazed at how then the next one will show up, and the next one will show up, and then before you know it, you have a line of breadcrumbs that are leading you to a, 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 an actual manifestation of something that you could say, oh, there's the next step. But the next step comes step by step by step by step. Now, see, what we want as humans is we want the big step. You know, we want just give me the whole thing and then let me know what to do. Well, that's what happens when you go for a job, right? They just give you the job or they don't give you a job. But there's a lot of little things along the way. So that conversation and allowance is, is, is the thing that you want to most focus on right now. If you can just relinquish that anxiety of that spaciousness, because what you're doing is also what Karen's doing. You feel that space of allowance and you panic. Because it feels like if you're not doing something then you know nothing could be happening. Actually, it's the opposite. I'm not saying patiently waiting. I'm saying you're waiting, but with a you know you're like a German shepherd. Oh my God, my darling Raphael, my beautiful dog. He was a sentry. He he would lay and he would one ear was always cut. He was always listening. He's always sensing. And then if he heard something, you know, different depending on what he heard, he had a different vowel <laughs> or different part, right? Well, it's the same right. thing. You have to become like the your inner German shepherd, where you're sensing that. Allowance conversation because it's always back and forth. It's a two way street. They need you, you need them. If you take over the whole conversation, it would be like Raphael seeing the UPS man. It's just he's going after the windows, he's pulling down the blinds, he's barking, he's shrieking, he's going. He's not even even his eyes are closed over, he's freaked out. That's what's happening with you. When you stop listening, you start trying to control again. If you try that step by step by step, you'll see a, a shift. And you'll see your results come a lot faster because you won't be blocking. And just know, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense.
8: I like what you <laughs> say, step by step, because mm-hmm. that that is more um, that's more in alignment. Or I can, you know, it, it's more understandable for me, definitely mm-hmm. to do it on a step by step basis versus trying to figure out a plan. Because I'm very much yes. <clears throat> being an entrepreneur. You know, you have to you set up and organize, put plans together, and um, Step by step is an a al- You have to allow for the next step to come, and that shifts the way I think about it. So thank you, I appreciate that.
2: Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. <laughs> Call back in and let me know how it goes, okay? Okay. All right. Thanks. Okay, Mark. my dear. Have a great night. Thank you. Thank you. All righty. Well, that was that was a fast hour with no technology. So you know, this is <laughs> versatility is everything, right? You guys, everything. You just have to be able to go with the flow. And not judge yourself along the way. Not judge yourself along the way, and the answers will come. So um, I think we're at the end of the show. <laughs> and since I don't have access to my Skype, Sam, can't, like, type to me and say, get off the air, and I'm already four minutes over. I'm looking at the clock. So I'm just going to say what I always say at the end of the show. Um, actually, you know what? Tomorrow, be sure to, um, if you're going to sign up, please sign up and join me for the break for, uh coaching calls. We're going to do some guided meditations. We're going to have a great time. It's ahamomiesdink.com slash breakthrough. Love to love to love to have you in class. And um, we'll make some big strides going forward. And um, that's about it. So, I always say, is, you truly can have exactly what you want, actually even better than what you can think of, and you absolutely deserve it too. So, have a great night, everybody. Take care.
1: You've been listening to the aha moments radio show with your host Mari be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com that's a-h-a moments with an s inc.com also join Mari on facebook at www.facebook.com slash aha inc and twitter at twitter.com slash aha moments we can't wait to see you there